Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, how are you? Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Hiya. Howdy, howdy. How's everyone doing? Good. Good. Doing well. There's a lot of good Disney news. A lot of good Disney news. All right, well, let's jump into it then. If you're a Disney- Magic makers have been busy. Yeah, if you're a Disney fan, this is the week for you. <laughs> okay. It's not the D23 week. Oh, it is not. It's yeah, it's not as exciting as the, definitely as the D23. Okay. So, Lauren, you're going to kick us off. Okay. So, Pluto fans are going to be very, very excited. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> um, Disney is is doing a test for the next year. I believe it's the next year where they are. Yeah, it's pilot program. Um where they're going to have dog-friendly hotels in certain resorts. There is going to be an extra charge per night. The hotels that are going to be part of this pilot program are Art of Animation at $50 a night, Riverside at $50 a night, Yacht at $75 a night, and the Cabins at $50 a night. Um, I would think they'd be very welcome at the Cabins. That would be awesome. I actually think that the cabins are the ideal location. Yeah, the cabins are the best fit for this. I like it. The cabins and the campgrounds, you can bring your pets. Um, It's a max of two dogs. And from what we're hearing, they're basically going to have designated sections of the hotel that will be for dog friendly. Um, There's also going to be designated dog friendly walking areas for the dogs, from what I understand. And this, I think, is really cute. At check-in, they're going to get a Pluto's welcome kit that includes a mat, a bowl, and a pet ID tag. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's cute. That, that cute. is really cute. Um, but yeah, so this is something they're testing. I'm not so sure how received this is yet at this point. Um, this was announced a few weeks ago. We are a little bit late on get, getting this one out, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how this one goes. Initially, I was very, very, very hesitant because I'm I'm pretty much allergic to almost all animals. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to worry about was having to, to worry about that on vacation. Um, but knowing that it's only specific areas of specific resorts, if you do have a severe pet allergy, you can just entirely avoid those resorts. Right. So. Yeah. And yeah. You have to worry about risking being in a room that had had an animal in it at one time. Well, yeah. And they have certain wings with certain rooms. So if it's not like if, if you don't have a dog, they're going to put you in the wing with the, uh, you know, that had a dog in there previously. So it sounds like they're going to do similar to Universal Studios where they have a certain area, a certain wing. Uh, so you don't have to worry about being up at night with dogs barking or things like that because you would be in a whole separate section of the hotel. Yeah. So we'll see how it turns out. I mean, it's it's interesting that Disney's doing this. Well, I think now, Jesse now. was down there during uh, yeah. Hurricane Irma and they were allowing people to have pets in the resorts. And uh, Jesse said it was, it was kind of a nightmare. She said there was, there was a lot of barking, a lot of... Uh, just a lot, lot of kind of chaotic noise as a result of having animals in the resort, but also it was during hurricanes. So, I mean, animals usually do act kind of spastic during, during bad weather. So yeah, they don't like that. Take it or leave it. I mean, 
At least, you know, it's a possibility at those specific resorts and and for pet owners, pet lovers, more and more people are traveling with their animals. So this this definitely gives Disney uh, a little bit more of that market because a lot of people were staying off property with their animals because they didn't want to they didn't want to board them in the area. And and a lot of people really do travel with their their family pets. Oh, that's nice. I like that. I can't imagine getting to travel with my kitties. Be awesome. Oh, they'd tear the room apart. That's one word for it. It would be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to bring them to the next meeting or whatever we do. You're going to love them. There, there. You, if 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 you aren't friends with Lisa or have seen her pictures of her cats, Lisa's kitty cats are beautiful. Lisa's kitty cats prevent her from working sometimes. Yeah, yes. Right in the front of the computer. They do. <laughs> they like to steal the mouse. They do. Yes. They do. They're very confused by what a mouse is. They they come and plop on you and they rub up against you and they cover the screen and then they they lie on your papers. It's not very conducive to work. <laughs> but they're so cute. Actually, right before the show, Mocha was rubbing up against the microphone and it's got little fuzzy hairs poking out of it now. Oh, kind of annoying. All right, speaking of annoying, <laughs> sorry, Steve. <laughs> What's that? You're next. Okay, so <laughs> we have three, well, two new restaurants and a new bar that just got so announced. So excited. I know, and they're, so if you're Italian food fan, Maria and Enzo's Restaurante is going to be open over at Disney Springs. The Enzo Hideaway Tunnel Bar and uh, Pizza Point. So they're all three by the same creator, uh, to get into the first one, which is Maria and Enzo's restaurant. So it's kind of, you know, Disney Springs has this whole backstory about being this spring instead of Disney Village. Uh, so it's going to be like their abandoned uh, airline terminal is where the restaurant's going to be. So it's going to have 50-foot ceilings, uh, travel memorabilia, different maps, uh, and things like that in the dining room. And they're and they're taking advantage of the Lake Buena Vista lake views, which when it was Disney Village or downtown Disney, they just never took advantage of the lake. And now with Disney Springs, there's lots of places where you can see the lake or eat outside. Uh, so that's nice. So do you think this is going where Portofino was or is this going someplace else? So it's supposed to be going where that Walt Disney, where they announced the Neverland tunnels and the Walt Disney Lounge. Uh, okay, so and where where they're putting the wine bar, right? Yeah, so they said Edison. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's supposed to be the Edison Complex across from uh, STK, which uh, oh, STK okay. or I know where it is. And then Disney had planned. You remember, like when they first started this, they were going to do these Neverland tunnels and have. Walt's Lounge and all these kind of underground yep. nightclubs, which is Pleasure Island esque. So they've scrapped that, and the uh, Enzo's Hideaway is going to be a speakeasy. So they've outsourced that to a third party to let them uh, play around with the uh, kind of hidden rum tunnels. So that could be cool because I did a speakeasy in Anaheim. Uh, at it, it wasn't a Disney thing, but it was really cool. It was hidden in this kind of, you know, I don't know, hip shopping area with all kinds of restaurants. And then you walked up to a wall of barrels and you touched something and the wall kind of opened up and it was a 1920s. So I'm hoping they do something cool 
with that, with the speakeasy. Do you think that Pizza Ponte is going to take away from Blaze? That's what I was wondering. So it's another fast food kind of pizza place that has pastries, Italian sandwiches. Uh, you know, you can I get an espresso. Yeah. I, I don't know. It sounds like it's slightly different. Italian donuts. Um, so we'll have to see if it's. Ooh, stuffed pizza bread. That sounds dangerous. Mm-hmm. So some of that sounds good, but I don't know because you have two of similar things. So we'll see. But uh, so all of this is supposed to be opening uh, this holiday season. So we'll see. Always something new. Yeah. So it's yeah this kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. So hopefully in the next, uh, I don't know, couple months. It's been know. a real yeah, underground we, operation. It's, it's funny because I haven't heard any, you notice I'm ignoring you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, it's something that I, I don't know, maybe it's been out there, but I hadn't heard of this until literally this week. And they're all open. They're all slated to open this, this holiday season, like so soon. Yeah. So we'll have to give it a try. We'll have to head out for the holidays. Okay. All right, we're going to head over to Hollywood Studios. We are headed to Hollywood Studios, and uh, we're going to do a quick chat about Sunset Seasons Greetings, uh, which is the also-ran for replacement for the Osborne family spectacle of Dancing Lights. You cannot replace that. They should I be know. beaten for that even concept, thinking about it. <sighs> I miss it. I miss that Me event. Too. It was just, it was, it was spectacular, even in literally. Maine. Yes. Uh, but they're, 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 they're trying to do more than they did last year. So I'm, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them credit for that. Uh, November 9th through the 31st, um, guests will be able to enjoy Sunset Boulevard uh, as they transform it into what they're describing as unforgettable sight for the evening. Uh, the billboards lining the top of the buildings on the boulevard will move and tell their own stories um, in regard to the season, uh, particularly with some Disney characters. Uh, one of them will be Toy Story characters, uh, making guesses at which new toys are joining them at Christmas, which I think that's that's going to be kind of fun. Uh, another one will be the Swedish chef uh, who will be uh, babbling as he oh, turns like the him. screen into a gigantic gingerbread house. He doesn't babble. He has his language. Yeah, uh, kind of. Hmm. I never understood a word he said. Yeah, you're a meat eater. The proper corner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then another one will be Mickey and Minnie, uh, and they'll be reminiscing about a hometown Christmas, uh, and the scene will turn into like a, a Norman Rockwell style uh, oh, scene. Oh, I like that. I didn't It'll be kind of cool. It'll start in black and white, and, and the collar will slowly be added. So that's kind of cool. But then I think this is going to be the big one, Olaf. Everyone loves Olaf. Um, and it will be Olaf dreaming of his holiday wish as uh, the frozen snowscape, as it turns into a beautiful Aurora Borealis and projected snowfall. My problem there is Olaf dreams about what frozen things do in summer. So I don't know. 
I like Olaf. But anyway, uh, so that's that's that kind of sets the scene uh, for their their kind of big announcement. Uh, and that is an overlay on the outside of the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Uh, so as part of the sunset greetings uh, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, on November 9th, you will be able to see the Hollywood Tower Hotel transformed into the Hollywood Toy Hotel. Uh, so through uh, through the means of projection and all the sort of uh, graphic mapping that Disney has introduced, uh, not only at the castle, but also over at the Tree of Life, um, the art will show the Tower of Terror as if it was built out of toys. Uh, so that will kind of provide that backdrop to that whole Sunset Boulevard area. Um, so the partic- particular projection will tie in uh, to the Toy Story scene. Uh, in in the in the the show, so it's gonna be gonna be really really cool. Uh, I'm really kind of wishing we were gonna be down at Hollywood Studios during the holiday season. And this Me once too. again starts November 9th, so just a few days away. Uh, of course, from the time we're recording this, uh, but yeah, that's really excited. I like what they do with all the the overlays and the the projections. Projections, yeah. yeah. And it's not a change like the birthday cake castle. It's a whole lot cheaper. It's a nighttime come to life kind of thing, which I think is really awesome. And for anyone who hasn't seen the Star Wars show uh, on the Chinese theater over at Hollywood Studios, definitely go out and see that. Uh, Plan it into your evening. It's one of the better uh, projection shows uh, that I've seen at Disney, of course, other than than the gigantic one on the castle. But um, yeah, it's really it's really awesome. Okay. I like that. Let's see. Oh, I'm next. Yay. All right. So I'm heading out to California and we're doing um, what used to be uh, Paradise Pier is going to be Pixar Pier. And so that's very exciting to me. I love Pixar. I love so much about Pixar and what they're doing is they're going to create different neighborhoods focused around different Pixar stories. And they'll have a little bit, they already have uh, Toy Story Midway Mania out there. And they're going to have um, more Toy Story incorporated things. They're going to have the Incredibles neighborhood. And so they're going to take California Screaming and they're going to start this uh, January 8th of 18. They're going to take down a lot of the... The, the decorating, they're, they're going to switch it up. They're going to switch up California Screaming. It's going to be the Incredicoaster. I am super excited about this. Isn't that super, neat? Better super not excited. change the dynamic of that coaster, though. Well, I don't think they could too much. They're going to change I, the loading area. But I, I love that ride. Yeah. I think it's going to be even more exciting because I think they're going to do some character incorporation. Uh, and I think the the soundtrack uh, because where that coaster has the built-in audio into the seats, I think I, th- the incredible soundtrack is one one of the one of Disney's best soundtracks that doesn't rely on lyric song. Uh, love the music from the Incredible, so I can't wait to experience a roller coaster with that with that soundtrack music. It's going to be really cool. You're going to have to wait. Just in time for the new 
Incredibles 2 movie coming out summer 2018. Well, that'd yeah, be awesome. That is the anticipated uh, reopen date for the Incredicoaster. Now, they're not, so they're not going to train do like half wood, half steel integrated, you know, like they're doing on some of these things. They're just going to kind of retheme it, maybe redo New the cars. Yeah, it's kind of a retheme. I think okay. the main coaster, the ride itself, they can't change that up. That's because remember how they redid the one at Six Flags, the Magic wooded Mountain. one. Yeah, so they, but now that, it's half steel. It says the half, loading area is a main part of a, yeah. of the, yeah. Transformation yeah. as well. With That's fine. Magic Mountain, they had a giant wooden roller coaster that needed more stability, so they they incorporated the steel. So it wasn't take a, a steel coaster. Well. Yeah. So they have, yeah, they, they have like. It wasn't the part of it its, was, wasn't part of its meant steel to be. and part of its wood and kind of goes between the two. But anyway, yeah, okay. that's cool though. All right. So they're going to have another area that's going to be themed after Inside Out. Everyone's going to love that. Who doesn't love Inside Out? Me. Uh, uh, maybe me. What's wrong with you? What are they going to do with Inside Out? I don't know. Just an area? Well, I don't know yet. They don't know yet. Okay. But it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be over by the west end of the boardwalk and it'll be a new attraction, it seems. So we'll find out. And they're also going to take Ariel's, Ariel's Grotto and the Cove Bar. They're going to close that at the beginning of January as well, January 8th. And they're going to make a new restaurant out of it. Ariel's Grotto was one of the most popular character restaurants at, at the Disneyland resort. So it is. I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with this because I think they're really going to give, give Pixar its first feature dining experience. I'm hoping so. I think that would be fantastic. So speculate a little, what do you think they're going to do with that? I don't love Ariel's Grotto the way it is. Personally. I, I'm not a fan of the menu. I've never been. And I don't think that I would want to. Just because of the menu, I've I've not even set foot in there, so maybe I need to a uh, last minute trip to Disneyland. Got to do it. Uh, we should do a meetup at Disneyland. We, we should. should. We definitely should. I'm not going to say no to that. Got a plan for that. Well, we could plan to meet up when when this all opens next year. Do a meetup then. Ooh. Start Challenge. That would be a good reason. Yeah, I like it. Um. And then they're, let's see what else. Oh, so they're going to open the whole Pixar Pier April 13th. And um, the Disneyland Resort is going to begin Pixar Fest. So they're going to have new fireworks and new entertainment. Um, both California Adventure and Disneyland Park will be involved. And I wonder if they'll have a new parade. What do you think? I know it said a new show, new fireworks show. Yeah. yeah, New fireworks, new entertainment. I don't know what they plan to do with that. Yeah. So they have a new fireworks uh, projection type show over at Disneyland at the park. Uh, And the projections look amazing all up and down Main Street. Uh, It's going to be like their Halloween thing was this year. That was like pretty much sold out instantly every night. The the Pix, when this Pixar Fest thing takes off, I think it's going to be super popular. And then they're bringing uh, back the uh, parade that Lauren loves over at Hollywood Studios. They're going to 
have that. I can't wait for that. Um, the uh, Paint the Night Parade will be over at California Adventure. So that's the news on Pixar Pier. So over at Frontierland, we're going to have a New Year's Eve party. And there's just a few details out. There's going to be, you know, some type of dance party over in the Frontierland section of the Magic Kingdom back over at Walt Disney World. Uh, so when more stuff comes out, I will post it over at mousechat.net. But it's uh, going to be on December 30th and also on December 31st. It looks like it's going to be probably 7 p.m. until the park closes. So that's all the information now. But if they have like more specific activities, I'll go ahead and post them over at Mouse Chat so you guys can, can follow along. So I've never done New Year's. I've never been brave enough to do New Year's in, in, a, in a Disney park. So I, I don't know. So I, I generally avoid that stuff as much as possible. Yeah, and I think... If I did it, I'd get you have to be in the mindset of I'm not going to be riding anything. I'm just going to be, you know, in the mosh pit of uh, people doing the hoedown from seven to midnight versus, uh, you know, standing in two, two hour plus lines to ride something. So I, I guess it's all how you look at it and what you plan on doing. They're definitely not going to drop the ball with this one. This is true. <laughs> oh, now come on. That was a good one. I got one. that one. That was a good I one. Come it. on. I got it. I'll give that one to you. Oh. <laughs> You're generous. I'm like Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect around here. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start coming up with puns ahead of time. Oh. I'm gonna be prepared. Okay. Well, Lauren, you're next. We're gonna have, have a, pun? a pun off. Hey, that I, I could, I'm I could so losing that. <laughs> All right. Lisa so. and I are go, go head to head on the puns. So you do. I can't compete. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to. It's once you're in, it's, it's a trap. <laughs> I don't know that I want to fall. Steve, I think you and I need to stay the sane ones here. Yeah. I, I can't get it. I can't venture into puns. <laughs> um, I'd like to see that. Though. Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> Maybe Steve and I should have fun off. No. We'll be like, uh, that's what needs to happen. <laughs> it, the only thing that would be worse is if we decided to all wrap. Wrap that, the puns. Yeah, wrapping would be, would be even worse than us doing I, puns. I would need a script. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. as long as the, the package is square or rectangular, but. Uh, all I right. On to the next story. Cause I need stuff, alcohol. Shape stuff. It, it, it gets hard. <laughs> the next story is a good one. Okay. It's Mexico. Epcot's um, Margarita, new Margarita um, stand is going to be reopening soon. And they're sending us first looks at it. And it's going to be named Chosa de Margarita. It's going to be opening in the Mexico Pavilion um, as you're walking towards Mexico. I did get a little peek at uh, the top of the building as we went by because you started to see it uh, when we were there a few weeks ago. So... This is going to have authentic Mexican drinks and street fare. They're going to have three different frozen margaritas, three Mexican beers, a non-alcoholic Mexican fruit punch, and some different menu items. The frozen margaritas are going to be lime, strawberry, and passion mango. Mm. 
Uh, I'm really wishing I was kind of hoping they were going to put the coffee margarita up there <laughs> so I didn't have to go inside and wait on the long line anymore. Um, the on the rocks one is going to be the Akan grapefruit, the lime cucumber. And this one doesn't sound good to me. Guava pink peppercorn. Mm. Hmm. I'm not feeling that one. Well, pink peppercorns are, are, are a little on the fruity side. Like I, I know, I know that sounds strange, but like they're kind of more, a little bit more aromatic rather than so like sharp and peppery. Yeah. I, I think it, I, I think I might. I think you should try it and let me taste it. I, I, yeah, I, I, I can, I can get behind that. And we tried uh, the guacamole margarita. Oh, I, that I, was disgusting. Yeah. I can't, it? I can't recommend oh. that to anybody. <laughs> You tried that and you were like, this is terrible. Try it. Yeah, that was the, that was the worst. It's like my kids. And it was like $19 or $22. It was, it was, it was definitely, I took one for the team there. So don't waste your 20 bucks on that one. Yeah, that was terrible. Ooh, a $20 margarita. My goodness. They are expensive. I mean, the coffee one's like $15, but the coffee one's really good. So I, I can't. Yeah, I can get behind ones. that one. Yeah, the <laughs> as long as it's good, I don't mind paying it. But Me too. That's kind of Lawrence, it, it, It's really interesting, all the development that they have done at the Mexico Pavilion in the last eight years. Uh, I mean, if you remember, it was – they didn't have the – the quick service wasn't there. Yeah. Um, the the Cantina de San Angel wasn't there. I mean, they have really – I think they realized that, that that pavilion had a lot more dining potential than – Absolutely. Uh, than the uh, Hacienda. Which one is Hacienda? Which one? Hacienda is on the water. That's the new one. Newer. San Angel it's, is inside. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. But that's. Uh, but and they're Mexico also going to have. So much for the boat ride these days. Oh, I know. But I still love that boat ride. Although they're they're changing that too, right? That That's the rumor. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Um. And then they're also going to have some some small bites. So they're going to have tacos with grilled pork. Uh, they're going to have empanadas, Ugh, beef empanadas. I love those. And fresh guacamole with mango chutney, pumpkin and pomegranate seeds served with um, like a little fried flour. Looks amazing. I'm, I'm like, really, I'm going to hit that hard when I go. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a good way to start your world showcase trip around. It's right there. It's on the left. And it looks like they, they recessed it back into the woods yeah, a little where did. the flamingos were so that it's not when they put the food and wine booths up, it doesn't block as much traffic in that area. That was always like a congestion point. So that's nice. So they've, looks like they did it, a good job. It is hard to get through that little passage. Heading out of Mexico. Yeah. There's a little bridge there and then they put all the food and wine booths and then the line. So it looks like they at least worked on that and put this off to the side. All right. I am up next. Hey, Lauren. Yeah. Is this going to put your Grey Goose slushy in some kind of jeopardy? It, I, it might. No way. All right. No might. way. I can't believe she fathomed that for a second. I, I, I know. I, that, I, just, I just can't see I it know. happening. Here's the thing. The empanada could draw me. I, and, and let's be honest. The the Mexico Pavilion is a lot closer than the France Pavilion. It is, unless I'm coming from Beach Club, naturally. Uh, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's well, true. Here then you go. I'll have to hit France first, and then go over to Mexico and get an empanada. Yeah, and and you'll you'll be finished with your Grey Goose vodka slushy by the time you get over there, so you can just order 
That's true. Or a margarita. And usually the way I do it is I get my Grey Goose slushy. I usually get a glass of wine in Italy and then I usually get a margarita in Mexico and then I'm ready for bed. And it's only <laughs> nine in the morning. <laughs> okay. It doesn't open till 11. So. All right. All right. I'm going to jump on the next one and I'm, mine's pretty short and sweet here. The, the report on Disney quest is that they are just about done tearing it down. They, they're getting rid of it. Disney quest. Go bye-bye. It's well, looking at I was the going to say, they're not getting rid of it. They got rid it's of it. Gone. Yeah. yeah. pictures of it it's really sad yeah so with that being gone what they're putting up over there is going to be the nba experience scheduled to open summer of 19 so that's got a long time well they demolished the entire building so in about a week it it seems to reason that they would need a lot of time to rebuild the entire thing back up so and that building was massive yeah, several stories and just huge. And what they're going to, I don't know if I'm on board with this. We're going to have to wait and see. I'm a little hesitant, but it's going to be, um, it's supposed to be immersive. There's going to be a store in there. They'll have food, oh, beverage. Shopping? I'm in. There's shopping. Yeah, but it might be all like basketball type shopping. I'm not in. I'm not going to like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm predicting this isn't going to be a slam dunk. Yeah, I I actually foul. agree with you. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I think that could make this work is the sports bar aspect. If people want to go drink, watch games, um, I, that's true. But yeah. but the rest of it, you you know, if they couldn't get Disney Quest to work, which is targeted toward the masses, then the NBA, you know, gaming aspect of it is even a more limited audience. But the sports what? bar piece. It's kind of open to everybody. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, are people, I don't know, in my area, most, most people I know are either football or baseball or both. I don't really know that many people that are like, oh my God, I have to watch the basketball game tonight. I mean, the thing with Disney quest is it went static so fast. It lost its draw. Like they, they didn't change up the attractions like they hadn't had originally scheduled, uh, they didn't incorporate new technologies. It I mean, was the technology unloved. that was in there was like, it was, let's yeah. go, let's go late, late nineties, early two thousands. And let's hang out at the arcade at the mall. I mean, that's kind of, it was slightly cooler than that, but that's about what, what you got out of it. I don't know. I, I think that, I think that Disney quest, they kind of let it go. Oh, oh yeah. They yeah. Stopped giving it TLC. And where was it going to go from there? Yeah. Because, I mean, it was scheduled to close a, a year ago. Yeah. Or, or uh, more than longer. a year Longer. Yeah, longer than that. Yeah, they probably had to wait for the NBA or whatever contracts to be signed, so they left it open. It was it was very cool when it opened. And it was in that phase of uh, the Dave and Busters and all of those entertainment places that had opened up. They were popping up everywhere. Yeah. And, and they were um, uh, like family entertainment centers that were more localized. The simulator type thing. Yeah. And they had simulators at Dave and Buster's and they were popping up everywhere and Disney was going to open these all over. And they did open one in Chicago and they opened this one and it was extremely cool. You got in the elevator and the genie did a spiel from Aladdin and it took you up to the top floor and they had all the latest 
cool stuff plus all the latest arcade games. But then, like you said, Sharpie, they never, they could never get the mix right. And then they could never, they had a cheesecake factory in there. They had all kinds of stuff, but they just never did anything else with it. And they could never figure out if it was a pay one admission or pay for each thing. And they kept switching it around to try to figure out how to do it. And it just never, just never worked. So hopefully they have more luck with the NBA experience. I just, I'm not an NBA fan, so it, it's hard for me to get excited. So maybe if you think it's going to work, let us know on mouse chat on our Facebook page and let us know what your thoughts are. Maybe there's a bunch of people that are excited about the NBA experience. Could be. We'll have to have an experience at the NBA experience that can, that way people can get a laugh at my expense, just like you guys did at the, uh, Oh, wait, Richard Petty I, driving experience. Can I play you in basketball? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sharpie, you and I, one-on-one. Well, I have to You're say, going like, down. I mean, when Splitsville opened, I thought, oh, my gosh, how's it, this is going to last like a month? And then I actually, we had some food. We rented a couple lanes. We had a really good time. And I was like, wow, this is a lot. It was a lot of fun. Now, it's it, it's costly. It's not yeah. It's not your typical go out on a cheap night bowling. It's definitely pricey and you can, you know, but you can get sushi and drinks, but it was, Splitsville was a lot of fun. So hopefully they do the same thing with the NBA experience. We'll see. I, I like to withhold a lot of judgment, not all of it, just some of it. And, uh, but I'm not optimistic about this. I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'm not even looking forward to the shop. Me neither. I'm kind of with you on that one. All right, so moving on to Sharpie. Jingle Cruise. Thought it was over. It's not. No such luck. <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> just like with the puns. You think they'll stop, but they just don't. They just keep coming back year after year. Yeah. But I'd really heard that the Jingle Cruise was, was not going to... Uh, resurface for the for the 2017 uh, 2018 holiday year, but there must have Jingle, been a petition. <laughs> oh, my signature was there. I was there with bells on. Wait, Jingle my, bells. I signed the one asking it not to come back. Yeah, too late for that. I don't know. I mean, I love the idea where they do that, but it's just it's it, terrible. They it's, need to go all in on I, it. Yeah, I agree. It's too timid. Like, it's like lame. there's. If they're going to do an overlay on an attraction, it needs to be a full overlay and theme. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's pretty much the same attraction with a few holiday themed jokes and puns kind of tossed in with a few decorations. I mean, let's, let's be honest. That's about, that's about as far as it goes. Um, I can't believe it's, it's been going on since 2013. Yes. In fact, it has. That is shocking to me. We were there uh, one one of the first days that it was open because they we have one of the uh, kind of opening day attraction posters that they handed out uh, when they first started that. So yeah, it it was, and we kind of and and I really had my hopes up getting on because you know I love the Jungle Cruise. Wow. Uh, but then getting off the traction, it was like river of lights all over again yeah well if you've been to disneyland and you see what they do for the holiday overlays there with small world or haunted mansion it's 
it's a full on it's it's almost it's a new yeah it's a new almost like a new ride so you get that in your mind that they're finally going to do something at world at disney world that's similar but it's it was like a couple strings of christmas lights and some new jokes and and a few wreaths yeah Yeah. (laughs) they changed the name of the boats um and a few little things and you're like wow they really did not do a lot but i i get the spirit of it but yeah i think they could do more yeah but it's back if you're gonna be in if you're gonna be in the uh magic kingdom during the holiday season go check out the jingle cruise tell us what you think about it sounds good to me all right so i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up the show right here i'd like to thank pixie vacations for sponsoring the podcast if you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more of those over at iTunes and also at mousetrack.net. If you have comments or questions for us, please send those to us at comments at mousetrack.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs> <laughs>